What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. It's your boy Bones, joined always by Cat Rob. What's happening? Hello Hi there. Okay, turn off the intro music and horror court. Rob Humphrey. What the hell? <laughs> right into horror court immediately. Immediately, and right at me, dead in your face, sir. All right, what's up now? <sighs> I listened to this horror life this week. What's wrong with this horror life? Nothing. Great show. It's a good show. Great show. If you're listening to Slash Radio right now, you can find this horror life. Go download it. Listen to it. It's great. Yep. <clears throat> I have taken issue with many things on your show. All right. I'm, I'm replaying this uh, latest episode of this horror life in my head. <laughs> I can picture. I, I'm not sure. I could see you going one of like three or four different ways here. So we'll see which one it is. I could too. This is the one I picked. <laughs> I could too. So there was a quote from one of the hosts of this horror life, one Rob Humphrey, that said, two hours seems <laughs> like an awful long time. In discussion to a film. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you... Okay. You too, Cat. Damn it. Why do you guys what? feel the need to try and kill me inside? I was going to stick up for you on this horror court. What are you doing? I know. I'm sorry, but he tries to torture me with long long movies and you with your sharks. God damn it. You're taking that out of context. Okay. All right. I said two hours seems like a long time in regards to Terrifier 2. Two hours is a long time for a slasher movie. It doesn't need to be two hours. You listened to a five-hour podcast today. Five hours and 41 minutes. <laughs> a six-hour okay, six podcast today. Yeah, but, you know, it wasn't a slasher movie. If you said to me, let's watch this five-hour and 41-minute slasher movie, I'd say no. You Actually, I'd probably say yes, because that's you something. Like, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you would. You could do a lot of slashing in five and a half yeah. hours. All right. Imagine Victor Crowley for five and a half yeah. hours. So that was, but that was my point. Like, it seems like a long time for a slasher movie. Two hours. <sighs> you know, 90 minutes is a solid runtime for a slasher movie. I will say, I am curious just because, hear me out, Mikey. Art is very efficient. Like, I'm not sure he needs the full two hours. I'm going to watch it enthusiastically, but I. I am kind of curious as to why it has that long of a runtime. I'm worried as well, because that would mean that I would assume that would mean less art, more 
characters we aren't watching this movie for, you know? But but that, that's besides the point. This is besides the point. It's the nerve. Uh, yeah, okay. Didn't Rob try to find the longest horror movie of all time once and make us do it one week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was... that was uh... Right up until we learned it had subtitles. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, that, even I don't want to watch that. It was like four hours or something. I was like, no, I don't want to watch a four-hour four. I think until... it's a Japanese horror anthology. Yeah. But see, you were willing to do it until the subtitles, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If it was a slasher movie, I would have been like, no, I don't want to watch that. But my question to you, Rob, ultimately, and the reason for this hardcore, why do you bring that bullshit over here? <laughs> Is this what? the simplest way I could put it? What? I mean, like, it's just everything. You get bleeped. You can bring long movies over here. God forbid they're on this horror life. We did, we did the Suspiria sequel on this horror life. You did. You want to do that on this one? <laughs> you can go to This Horror Life on iTunes. Yeah, for that's a two and a half hour movie. See, there no. are movies there. It's a good movie, too. Kat, do you understand my point, at least with just the nerve? Yeah, it's it's a little bit frustrating. <laughs> yeah. You guys are taking it all out of context. This is, uh, no, I, I plead not guilty to any of these charges. <laughs> and I object. You, sir, are going to jail. <laughs> you are guilty oh, as I think charged. I, I think I already did this week. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I feel better now. I'm sorry. That that was when did I send that message? I sent this I message remember. at 9.23 in the morning. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. This is festered all day. <laughs> oh, I, didn't know. I, I was wondering because there were a number of things I thought might upset you about this horror life. I was hoping you just wouldn't listen. And then, no, I yeah, <laughs> there were several yeah. things. Yes, I called them all. <sighs> Can we do a, a show on the Lord Humphrey whatever thing reviewing this? Oh, dude, we should do that. The Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. Yes. I don't know why that's so hard. Yes, yeah. And we'll tell you a little bit about our Patreon in a minute uh yeah but dude that'd be funny can we do that doing what a review for this horror life on that on your podcast network uh you'd have to talk to ghost i'd have to get her permission to do that you know because it's part her show so that's fine and we will get the paperwork to her desk as soon as possible yeah yeah she would have to sign off on that okay but i would feel better personally getting stuff off my chat i live tweet your shit sometimes like it bothers me but I know, I see it. <laughs> I know. So if I could just go off about it, I don't even need anyone there with me. All right. I don't know what your problem is with my show, but... I love your show. Yeah. But you, there's certain things you <laughs> say. I don't know what I do. I Like, you take stuff out of context and you twist it and turn it to fit your own weird narrative. You got it out for me. <laughs> you sound like Chris. Oh, Chris, yeah. Attacking me on Twitter, apparently. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that 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 felt real good getting that out uh anyway guys we have a voicemail this week oh that's exciting right right we got a voicemail this week uh we haven't had uh, this segment for a little while so if uh you want to call the show you have voicemail read on the show trace the call it's coming from inside the house the number is 917-397-KILL that's 917-397-5455 and this message
Hey guys, uh, it's Jinx from Twitter and the Discord server, and after much pacing back and forth throughout my house, I finally brought the courage up to ask a simple question. I wish I could ask so, so many more, but I'll just keep it short real quick. What is one scene from something that wasn't horror that scared the daylights out of you, something that stuck with you? Maybe like a kid's show when you were little, like maybe, I don't know, something stupid like Courage the Cowardly Dog. It wasn't really the <laughs> horror focus, but it was something that just stuck with you forever, just stayed with you even up until day today. For me, it was uh, this war movie called Come and See. I know Mikey doesn't like uh, subtitle movies, if I'm remembering correctly, but I highly, highly recommend you guys check that out sometime. It's not a horror movie, but it's got so many terrifying and horrifying elements that have just stuck with me for years since I saw it. I love the show. I love listening to you guys every week. And uh, one more thing, Mikey, you got to lay off Rob, man. That's my boy. He's right sometimes, all right? And he's wrong others, but give him (laughs) I'm never wrong, James. Never. He's not that bad. It's never happened. I love you guys. I love the show. Can't wait to hear my voicemail on the show. I'm super excited. Love you guys. Have fun with the rest of your cast. Jinx! Look at that. Look at that. I love you, Jinxie. You're the man, but I'm never wrong. Never. But you're half right. <laughs> First of all, if you have more questions, like, absolutely leave us more voicemails. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's an, it's an excellent question. Ignore Rob. What? So he's, <laughs> what? Why you, why you got to throw that in there? You're wrong sometimes. No, I'm not. This <laughs> is a mess. Up for you know you you're attacking this him. This whole show has become now you two ganging up on me for no. some reason, and I don't like oh, it. Oh, you guys got balls. I don't like it. <laughs> Did he really? I'm about to start another hardcore right now. I've suffered. <laughs> you can't do two horror courts back to back. I might, damn it. I've suffered lately, guys. All right? I've suffered. Yeah, well, wait till it's my turn to pick a movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing you both down. Jinx. <laughs> That's what this show has become. <laughs> it's a torture show. It really is. To get revenge on the other two hosts when it's your turn to pick a movie. Cat got her audible saw. She got a saw <laughs> audio going. She we just torture each other pinwheel style. Uh, all right. Oh, we can't do that. I like a lot of French movies, guys. You can't. <laughs> you don't want to play war games with me. I am upset that it has gotten out and has become public. <laughs> information apparently that i can't fucking read too by the way <laughs> like what we were talking about it earlier too and sometimes like what the fuck yeah yeah well uh, you know but jinx that was also that's also voicemail man yeah and it's a good question jinx and the only thing that i can think of that jumps to mind right away for me is the large marge scene in oh, Pee Wee's oh. Big Adventure that frightened me as a child Doesn't i thought about now. that too yeah like <laughs> That's the one that immediately jumped out at me as something that's not horror that scared me when I was a child. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head. I mean, there's stuff for, that I saw when I was a kid that was horror that scared me that doesn't now, like creep show scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Now it's not scary at all. Um, but yeah, the, that's the one thing. Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I, I would go with. Yeah, I think the horror moments stand out more. Yeah, that's a hard question. 
I actually have a, a couple. The one thing, and I was watching horror movies at that age, and they didn't get to me very much, uh, with a few exceptions. Uh, but the uh, what really freaked me out as a kid was the Morlocks from Time Machine scared the crap out of me as a kid, and I don't know why, because uh, it was just like a low budget sci fi movie, um, and that was like scarier than any creature feature to me as a kid that's interesting i haven't seen time machine so I, I don't know about those but i don't know why i don't know what it was about them they just scared me uh and then i i saw the remake too i didn't realize it was um i didn't realize it was the same movie and the remake was terrible for a whole bunch of other reasons but the new morlocks also scared me uh they were very different and i i can't explain what it was but there, i just there was a gut reaction where i didn't like them that's fair. And courage is an interesting thing uh, that, that was brought up in the voicemail. Because uh, there there were a couple of things as courage that actually scared me more as an adult, I think, than scared me as... Freaky Fred mm. had some very creepy vibes as an adult, where it's like, as a kid, <laughs> it's like, oh, yay, a Freaky Fred episode. And as an adult, it's like, who let me watch this as a child? Like, what... <laughs> The show is not okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cars is a good one. I'm really having horror things stick out to me more so than anything. Like, I have a similar to Rob when I was younger. Tales from the Crypt scared the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. The Crypt Keeper? My mother used to just be able to say that was a legit threat. I'll get the Crypt Keeper on. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Right to my room, whatever it is I had to do, got done. So that scared the shit out of me. Man, I don't know. Like Pennywise was big as a fear thing. He freaked me the hell out. I can't. I I really can't think of anything. Yeah, it's a tough question off the top of your head. Courage is closest, I would think, because I remember sitting there as a kid, and it gave you that uneasy feeling at times. Cat, is because I know you watched it. I don't know what it is. I know you don't. Uh. The slab, the episode with the slab, the return the slab, uh, King Ramses, that episode, like when I was a kid, uh, that was the scariest thing I could imagine. And again, I was watching horror movies at that age, but courage every now and then would strike a note that was troubling. Imagine (sighs) that on the middle of the day for kids, like on a cartoon network or. Oh God. And the gerbil episode. There's so many. Oh, yeah, courage is that a good show. One. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, uh, "Are you afraid of the dark too?" But I think that was more towards horror, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah, that's sort of a horror thing, like a kid's horror, right? Like a goosebumps kind, of, like yeah, it counts. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. There was also, as like a Harry Potter nerd, um, I also have to bring up Aragog was the most terrifying thing to me as a kid. Oh, no doubt. I, I had enough problems with, like, regular-sized spiders, and the idea that there was a fantasy-sized giant spider just <laughs> really upset me. Yeah, you know all about Aragog, right, Mikey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terrified me. Yeah. <laughs> awesome voicemail, though, James. That is a really good yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. But But the Rob thing, bro. That's perfect. That really sealed the deal, Jinx. I think that was the one. I got to be honest with you. Voicemail of the year. Better than fucking uh, shit. 
Roger. 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 Yeah, Roger. <laughs> Roger. Yeah. I. You know what? I. It's close. It's close. It's close. I wonder what happened to Roger. We haven't heard from him. Who cares? You know what? Well, that's not nice. You're always saying I'm mean to the listeners. Concerned about that man. You're lucky. We can't get the Oompa Loompas to do shit. <laughs> You're very lucky. All right. We were this close to cracking that case and mm-hmm. we lost all the Oompa Loompas. Mm-hmm. Last day we're tracked was by Bobby's house and we haven't seen anything of them since. So I don't, we don't know <laughs> Damn, Roger. Cat, uh, did before we uh, go forward, did you hear from Dan the Ball Man yet? Oh, yeah. How is Dan Dan the Ball Man? So I think uh, I might have gotten away with it. <laughs> my my hope, because uh, it slid. He's fallen behind on the podcast. Um, Dan. All right. First of all, what the fuck, Dan? Dan. I, yeah. Uh, it, it happened around the bracket time. Um, I think he got tired of listening to me talk about the bracket. Was probably what happened. I I had a lot of uh, rants that I would go on during the week. In between recording those episodes, uh, so he's behind. My my hope is that eventually we just uh, he doesn't know that he's Dan the Ball Man, and we make the reference one day, and he's just like not listen to the episodes in between, and I don't get in trouble. <laughs> How did you not tell him he's been getting called Dan the Ball Man? Though? <laughs> Like, and not only that, how did he okay his name to be used and not at all curious? Why? And he didn't listen. Right. <laughs> That'd be, I'd be like, what the hell are they doing? All right. Well, whatever, Dan. He hasn't mentioned it. I don't so. I don't care for this Dan character now. If he's not keeping up with the show, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, come on. I'll give you a cool nickname like the ball man. Yeah. I mean, you need to be more like Jinx, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Well, half of them. Half of Jinx. I don't know. All right. Well, Dan, I hope you listen to this and you're not mad about being a ball man. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an honor to be the ball man. How could you be mad? Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a really cool movie. I finally got to pick the movie, guys. I can't wait. Yeah. Really cool. This is what you did with it. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm very. All right. Uh-huh. No judgment. I'm proud of it. Could have been cool right. and pick like slacks or something. <laughs> oh, kept our tradition of awesome. What a power move, <laughs> right? Uh, to use your own choice to be like, guess what? I'm not gonna like <laughs> slacks. I, I'm honestly so tired of bitching, and I know I'm gonna <laughs> argue with the two of you in a little bit, and it really drives me up a wall. I was talking to a friend of mine, we're doing Halloween H2O, ladies and gentlemen. I was talking to a friend of mine today, and I'm like, yeah, I got to record tonight. This, I got to do this, I got to do that. I'm like, and I know I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to go ham for this movie. And I'm going to receive resistance in the form of a Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. I mean, if this is the hill you want to die on, that's all right with me. But it seems weird. Bought my sleeping bag. All right. <laughs> Guys, you want to get into the news? Let's do it. Yeah. It's time to hump the news. He's not a genius. We have a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, for God's sake. Yep, yep. We're humping the news, Rob. All right. All right. Get your humping pants on. Humping the news. Humping good. Uh, Funko has been busy lately. 
they are releasing all kinds of shit. Uh, I'm gonna go through a list real quick. Cat, uh, I seen you had sent something on this. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I seen this too. Make sure we don't forget to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> They're releasing Rob. You like this, I think. Uh, the Roddy Piper movie, the Chew Bubblegum. Yeah, that's They Live. They They, they Live, right? Okay, so yeah, he's also in a movie called Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is amazing. I've heard. Uh, yeah, so they have a Roddy Piper Funko. And two little zombie boy things from the right. really cool looking. That sounds cool. Yeah. They have Ash 40, 40th anniversary of the Evil Dead, which is crazy. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they have him. They have an Ash and then an Ash with blood on his face. Okay, they also have a Dungeons and Dragons Funko Pop. Nice. Cat, what the hell the hell they do that? I love. I don't Dungeons know. I'm excited about it. <laughs> it is Strahd von Zurovic, which is uh, the Dracula of the Dungeons and Dragons universe. So I'm very excited. I wasn't going to try and pronounce that word, that name, just so you know. <laughs> there was I right. ignored it for a reason. <laughs> they also have a mimic, which is a monster uh, that can imitate inanimate objects. Ooh. I'm very excited about the Funko Pops all the way around. I, I've been doing good and not getting any for my office but since i have a dungeons and dragons themed office this might be where i cave mm. and i was instructed specifically by ir chris not to blame him when i make these purchases because uh, he <laughs> brought them to my attention on twitter so chris you get all the credit not blame <laughs> for my purchases chris been spicy lately huh i <laughs> chris been spicy he was nailing rob today threw something at cat <laughs> but you also get blamed for everything chris everything see and now i'm gonna get in trouble for not defending him enough after bad cgi sharks no chris another one he he was threatening us after you two apparently blamed him i don't know but he was threatening me specifically he said he was going to pick a bad movie the patreon patreon.com forward slash slash he already picked psycho gorman for god's sake what else could he throw at us i liked psycho gorman <laughs> but he's gonna get another vote next month dude see he's got a spot of balls now or we gotta get somebody else to outvote him we do we do but Come he on. threatened me with subtitles too oh. <laughs> he tweeted me and said something tagged me in it and said like subtitles like, everybody's, the... like, everybody's like mikey can't read i don't know <laughs> Who do they think's reading me my Twitter? You're just going to find some version <laughs> that doesn't even have the subtitles anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, talk about a power move there. Fuck me good <laughs> Okay, Rob, here's your test. What's the name of that dice? What's that dice called? The dice? Mm -hmm. In Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah. Oh, everybody knows that. <laughs> it's a, it's a, um, it's a, the dice. <laughs> Battle dice. Things take a while to load up. D, D something. Battle dice. D4. I'll take it. <laughs> D4 what is it, battle Kat? dice. That, it's a D20, but I, a D4 also technically can be used. So uh, see? I'll accept it. I know. Not not to attack things, but yeah, to, <laughs> you know, whatever. You could throw it at something. <laughs> that's, what we called an, that's what we call an improvised weapon, and it does require a D20 to roll. But oh, yes. Man. Bing has failed oh, you, Rob. I am going to use so many improvised weapons. Oh, you're not paying attention. <laughs> I'm roll for initiative. It's been a while since we did an episode. I gotta, you know, 
Well, I'm sure you'll be able to do one next week since you're so you miss it so much. There you go. Uh huh. She can teach me. What do we say? High Vulgarian. <laughs> so close and so wrong. That was that was Mikey's. Guess That's not what it was. Yeah, I, I I thought he got it right. Oh. I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> no, high Valerian. Oh, that's close. Yeah, kinda. No, <laughs> we don't know. That's close for us. Come yeah, that's a cat. We got to get at least partial credit for that. There's a silver star, please. You know, I all for Mikey. Yes, but Rob, you watched <laughs> Game of Thrones. Come on. <laughs> yes, I got the star. Ah. Damn, but that doesn't mean I paid attention to the what they call the language. But it's also Valyrian steel, the the doom of Valyria. Like, I don't, listen, <laughs> I was watching the Game of Thrones to see dragons, violence, and boobs. All right, <laughs> I wasn't trying right. to watch no Valyrian whatever. That was <laughs> that was the best part of that the show. So I was kind of the same way. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Uh, Trick or Treat Studios, they're releasing an awesome, brand new Captain Spaulding action figure. No oh boy. Ooh. A tribute to Sid Hay. This thing is really fucking cool, and it, it's up for pre-order. $19.99. They're not even hitting you over the head for it. Are you sure it's not $199.99? <laughs> no. $19.99. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's a really cool action figure. Uh, it has him in the Captain Spaulding get out the whole clown shebang. Uh, it comes with even this thing is how is it only twenty dollars? That's really impressive. It has other pieces too. You can get like a little gun, a uh, chicken wing, a bucket of chicken. <laughs> kind of cool. You gonna get one uh, for nine for twenty bucks? Maybe. Did you did you order your uh, shoes? No, no, I didn't order yeah, shoes. I didn't either. Very disappointed in the shoes. I do want to see how much they're going to be up for sale for later on. But anyway, uh, yeah, so go check them out at Trick or Treat Studios. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen it. I'm not interested because I don't care for Captain Spaulding. But what? Um, I would imagine if you're a fan of those films, then yeah, that's probably worth picking up, especially at that price. You don't normally see those figures and stuff don't normally go for that cheap. Mm-mm. It's not uh, NECA or anything, but, you know. Trick or Treat mm-hmm. Studio is still really good. Yeah. Yeah, in case you're interested, Rob. I'm not. <sighs> okay. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. All right. That's where we're at okay. tonight. <laughs> right. Oh, that is cool, though. Right? Rob, look at it real quick. <sighs> what? Please. Do I have to Google it and everything? No, I sent it in the group. Oh, yeah, just click it. Hold on. <laughs> He cannot believe he has to look at this thing. I do like that of the three things, uh, the three items that best describe a typical day for Captain Spaulding. It's a gun, a bucket of chicken, and a single Uh, piece of chicken. uh, (laughs) Chicken made it twice. (laughs) They really like, this is a campy action figure. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it does look pretty cool. I mean, I just, I'm not going to get it. I don't care for Captain Spaulding or those movies, but... Um, you're crazy. Like I said, if you're a fan of that stuff, then yeah, you should you should jump in on this. My next pick is probably going to be Devil's Rejects. I just, whenever I get the <laughs> fucking turn, just let me know. All right. Bring it. Right. I'd love to talk about that shit movie. <gasps> oh. oh, no. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the bullshit storm that that movie brought up, by the way, the last time we did it on this show. Yeah. Oh, God. Dismay's uh, critique. Mm-hmm. Of uh, what's her name, uh, Baby? 
baby. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, dude. The war it caused. It was ridiculous. Yeah. People yeah. got mad about that. Uh, by the way, also, they are also doing a Gremlins Funko. I want to. I forgot Aww. to mention that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. <sighs> Cat. Yeah. We're friends, right? I think so. I'm scared. <laughs> Depends on what you're gonna say next. <laughs> it feels like a trap when you ask, but okay. I feel like the three of us have a great relationship, and I want I would like to keep it exactly how it is right now, Kat. O okay. Can we keep that going forward? We'll see. Okay. <sighs> Spiral. Oh no. Pushes the Saw franchise past $1 billion box office total. I saw that. Does it piss you off that that was the one? A little bit. I'm not yeah. like I'm glad it happened. I, I. It's annoying that Spiral's the one that did it. It was always going to be the one that did, you know. Unless it did really horribly, which may have been. That's the thing. It's a no-win situation for me because if I, if Spiral succeeds, it means that they're going to think they did something right. They're going to keep diluting the franchise with more things like spiral <laughs> which is unfortunate but if they give up like if this had made no money if i had been the only person in the theater to see the mistakes <laughs> uh and i had written a horrible review of it and it, it had just been a nightmare then there would never be like another chance right like this was the chance at the revival and and if it fails you know i i can't win here it's just all bad for me. <laughs> See, the thing that pisses me, that would piss me off is how many movies were there before Spiral? There were eight. Too many. Eight to eight movies. Yeah. Okay, so Spiral only made 17.5 million in the pot's office. So over eight films, that's like 2 million. Yeah. 2.2. 2. So it's like if each film could have done so much smaller of a margin better. Just a little bit. A little bit better. So... I know exactly why they failed. It's because they did not advertise Saw the Final Chapter at all. Like, I was actively waiting for that movie to come out, and I barely knew when to be at the theater. It was practically an underground film. Like, I... Man, they messed up on the promotion for Final Chapter, because Jigsaw outperformed it, if I remember correctly, and Jigsaw wasn't... extraordinary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's annoying. Like, I'm not mad about it, but it, it does right. kind of hurt. <laughs> okay. We're still friends, though. We're right? still friends. Okay. okay. Could be worse. Your favorite franchise could be locked in a lawsuit and never <laughs> have any hopes of a sequel ever coming out again. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch Spiral, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'll be lucky. <laughs> Rob just said, pulled out the world's smallest violin for you, Kat. We passed a billion for us. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Alright, another thing I just wanted to mention real quick. Uh, Hocus Pocus is coming to Disney Plus for Halloween next year. Uh, original cast returning as Sanderson Sisters. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Next year? Next year. Not this right. year, next year. I, I don't care. I have no attachment to Hocus Pocus at all. Damn. Yeah. It's just, I don't have that nostalgia for it that people have. I'm not one of those huge, oh my God, Hocus Pocus, you know, one of them. But the fact that they're bringing back the original cast 
is really like i love this shit man like rugrats is coming back god damn it the 90s had the best fucking shit rob i don't care what you say i'm not arguing i like all the right. 90s all right i thought you were gonna pull the 80s out on me but all right no no like when i think of that like i always think of music and the 90s music was the shit yeah i love it i can't stand most 80s music we had the coolest shit everything's coming back cat you don't really care about this one dude i i don't i don't think i'm gonna have disney plus a year from now <laughs> so i will because of hulu unfortunately oh. no you got the bundle oh, yeah. yeah yeah Stephen a's world rob i love that yeah yeah really good um yeah so that's cool the, the last thing i wanted to mention and this is kind of awesome amazon bought mgm i saw this yeah for 8.45 billion Mm-hmm. Wow. This is not... Mikey, this is going to be the one that we quit being friends over. That's not awesome. You can't say that. What do you mean? We're we're one step closer to complete censorship from our co- corporate overlords. What are oh, you doing? Well, I mean, yeah, that does... I, I'm in shock that they were able to do that. <laughs> but the good thing about that is that they are looking to... Uh, they called the, the uh, movies that... Uh, MGM had under its umbrella that they now own property of the intellectual property treasure trove of IP in the deep catalog they're looking to bring back a bunch of films I mean Kat, you gotta admit that's kind of cool it's cool if you trust Amazon to bring back those films I'm gonna tweet Jeff Bezos and see if he's a killer class from outer space fan well that, that let me get I'm gonna let you guys know uh, some of the names the notable names that they now just gained property of. Some of them not hard. Some of them weird too. I'm shocked. James Bond. Wow. Robocop. Rocky. The Hobbit. Adam's Family. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, which we just uh, went very deep into over the last few weeks. Uh, Candyman. Silence of the Lambs. Amityville Horror. Which I love. Pumpkinhead. And uh, Orion Films. Which owns Child's Play. They cannot, man. Look at what they got. Yeah. But what are they going to do with it? Also, if you're tweeting Jeff Bezos anyway, ask him to explain Man in the High Castle to me, please. I already <laughs> I already sent it. I think Burn I understand. I, I, saw, um, I saw three episodes of Man in the High Castle, and I was pretty sure I already knew what the twist was, so I was done. We're four seasons later, and every episode is a goddamn twist. Like, come yeah, on. <laughs> I, I stopped watching it. I maybe i was wrong i don't even remember what i thought it was now because it was so long ago so yeah i mean the idea that they got the, these properties is good but it's going to be what they do with them you know yeah i don't think they bought mgm for no reason i think they're going to make a push for a high-powered streaming service and this is the step one they already have amazon prime yeah, but they can add these onto Amazon Prime right. exclusive, like HBO right. does and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix but uh, but and, yeah. that's what you do with the library, right? Um, but are you gonna are you gonna take these properties and, and revive them, uh, and are you gonna do it well? Oh, doing well is different. Yeah, right. That's the, that's the <laughs> thing. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, we all want a sequel. We've talked about that. There's a petition about that. We, you know, yeah. Um, but you know there's also the possibility that they could be like well you know we're gonna make our own killer class from outer space and and cut the kyoto brothers out of it or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't know like i'm happy about it only because i have a prime subscription anyway so if i'm able to watch movies that i can't find other places now then that's awesome 
Uh, but if they're going to revive these properties, I'm just as leery as I would be if anybody else was doing it. Yeah, yeah. And like Kat said, they're they're not doing this for no reason. These some bitches are trying to take over the world. Oh, absolutely. You know, so they're they're trying. They're going to be doing something. I guarantee Amazon Films or whatever it is the hell that they're doing, or really trying to push. Dude, everything has a streaming service now, and Prime Video is on a lower tier of that even though they have everything it's just not very popular i guarantee they're looking to change that and i feel like they're looking to cut into some of netflix's pocket Mm -hmm. and really try and pull the brajol out on this one because these are big titles this was not an accident that's a lot of money yeah let's do what they do with them yeah yeah man I feel like Jess Bezos owes us money because of our Stephen Kyoto interview and all that. He said, oh, let me get the fucking... I'm telling uh-huh. you. We put the idea in his head, huh? Yeah, we put it out there. He's seen the fucking the thing. He's a big Killer Clowns fan. He was like, that's why they can't get the sequel? Boom, $8 billion to buy the studio. Now I'm going to make the sequel. Just to say fuck Slasher Radio. All right, Jess Bezos. All right. All right. I believe it. Checkmate, <laughs> sir. Checkmate. <laughs> We'll see you in court. Yeah. And we'll air the whole fucking case on the Lord Humphrey audio <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like cereal, but better. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll be doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the least committal right I've ever yeah. heard in my know. entire life. I know. He's, he's got no faith in me. No, none. I've launched my own network. You um, know what? You know. Rob, I. I would definitely subscribe to our Patreon to get you to to hear you fight Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. I yeah. believe in you. <laughs> Rob, you are picking a lot of CEOs to get your ass kicked by yeah. lately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Blum, Bezos. Whatever. Tag team man. Yeah, you're gonna be like a, the next Jake Paul launch your own boxing league and shit. <laughs> Except he actually knows how to box, I think. Put Jake Paul on the list too. <laughs> yeah, you want to fight? Speaking Jake? of no. people, I want to fight. No, ah, no. Rob, come on. No, I watched him knock that one dude out <laughs> on that Tyson fight. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Nate Robinson, Snoop Dogg said, "Oh lord." <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg was the best thing about that whole event. He really was. Yeah, when when they were fighting uh, Tyson and uh, what's his fuck? What was the guy's name? Who do you fight? I'm drunk. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Roy. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Roy Jones. Roy Jones, yeah. Uh, when they were fighting, he was like, oh, they look like my uncles at a, at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's going to have to come out and break this one up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so damn shit. funny. Someone needs to hire him for yeah. commentary. Like the NBA, NFL, someone needs Somebody, to. yeah, yeah. They're missing out on money. Throw his ass on some, some uh, WWE shit. He's been, yeah. He's yeah, been. let him go. All right, guys, so the, that's it all. That's all I got for the news. Uh, we're going to cut you over to a quick break, and then we're going to be right back with Halloween H2O. Excited, Rob? Oh, son of a bitch. Let me get my notes. 
<laughs> you ready? Uh-huh. You sure? Yeah, I got it. I'm not letting this one go. What? You're not? What about what? Halloween H2O, man. All right. Dead serious. All right. You guys got a fight on your hand. Here we go. I'm not going to fight. I'm going to play Peacemaker. I've been saying forever we need a... <laughs> We need to just have a spa day as a team. And since we're not doing that, I, I refuse <laughs> to take a strong stance on this movie. I have points on both sides. Okay. I'm going to let fair. you guys fight it out. <laughs> okay. So, Kat, why don't you start? Let, let's hear you then, because we obviously both have strong opinions. You're in the middle. I will say, it, it, so this is something you guys know. Uh, I've been rewatching a lot of stuff. Uh, a, a lot of classic horror movies lately that I haven't seen since I was a kid, since I like first got into the genre. The rewatches have really been affecting how I feel about uh, franchises and about individual movies in particular. The last rewatch that I had that I didn't remember very well was Dream Child, which I think might it might be one of my all time least favorite big franchise movies i I, it it is without a doubt the worst of the nightmare on elm street it's without a doubt the worst of the nightmare on elm streets and it ranks really super low for me so and but the thing about it was that uh, why i'm bringing it up right now is because i had not i didn't remember it well and that's the thing is usually movies i don't remember i that I watched when I was a kid. I don't remember for a reason. Like I blocked it out or there was something terrible in there that I just didn't carry with me. So the fact that I couldn't remember H2O like at all had me really nervous to sit down and watch it because I thought it was going to be. And then Rob was also uh, it, in our chat. He was talking shit. I was, I was very, I was very, I was very fair and open-minded about it the whole time. Um, so I was, I was really nervous (laughs) to sit down and watch this. I thought it was going to be like dream child level of bad. And it's, it's not, uh, with the bar there, it sailed past it for a long time. And I was thinking like, this is going to be maybe like one of the, it's one of the better Halloween sequels. There were a couple things at the end that I'm just not crazy about, but I will say in premise, um and at least partially in execution like they did things that i liked there was good stuff in here there was some bad stuff and i do really hate that song i oh god what song mr sandman it's in my uh, head for life because i heard it once yeah (laughs) well mr sandman's a nice callback to halloween too yeah yeah i mean that's why it's there but it's in my head now (laughs) yeah cat you got nerve she she said with the bar there the bar's on the floor with freddie's dead I know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. The other thing that Kat does is she'll say things that, that make me feel super old. She's like, I saw it as a child. And I'm like, Man, I watched this in college. <laughs> well, I remember it as a kid, too. I, I don't, Rob, I don't know what your problem with this movie is. Halloween H2O, 20 years later, I feel like they they couldn't keep doing the same movie at this point. This was 1998. The original came out in 78. They had to update it, whether we like it or not, you know, and they did that. And they were in the time they were in. And they had to, you know, have certain things on that checklist. And I feel like they put together a very nice Halloween movie. Um, I will say they put together a very nice scream movie. Here we go. <laughs> That's what this movie feels like. I also I will say this. 
This movie, Halloween H2O, feels more like a Scream movie than Scream 4 does. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I you was just about to tell you not to insult the Scream franchise like that, but then uh, <laughs> the Scream 4 comment brought me back. That's what this movie is. It's Scream with Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis. It's not clever and and this is not this isn't anything about the movie uh like this isn't supposed to be an insult but it's not mm. nearly as clever as any of the scream as, oh, as okay. most of the scream movies it's it's not but it has the the nods to all the other movies and it's not funny that are in there throughout it no it's not funny but it does the same it does the same thing that scream does in a lot of ways it pays uh you know it, it sort of nods to all the other movies by playing mr sandman for instance yeah. in the movie they picked that song for a reason it's not like that was a hit at the time <laughs> you know um they they have janet lee playing jamie lee curtis's secretary uh because it's her mother and she even says it so at one point in, in time in the movie can I, I something along the lines of can i offer you some motherly advice mm -hmm. or something um the car that she's by uh janet lee in the movie is the same car that was in the movie psycho and it even has the same license plate as the second car that she buys in that film how do you not enjoy all that i do but i'm saying it's not it doesn't feel like a halloween movie it feels like a scream movie it looks like a scream movie it has like some shitty creed song or whatever playing over the end credits <laughs> yeah they did have it's a somebody. 90s slasher scream movie it's not a halloween movie maybe that's what my problem was because there there was like a lot of my notes i didn't quite know why things bothered me but they did just kind of feel out of place in the franchise you know i i noted the music in the credits too I really did. I noted that. And I believe that is the first time credits have ever been brought up in the history of this show. Yeah. But it it did stick out to me as very strange because you're used to hearing that 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 Myers music on the way in and on the way out. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Instead, you get whatever shitty 90s. But I don't think it was Creed. I don't it's, know. I said the same thing. Is that Creed? Yeah. It's some <laughs> terrible Someone 90s. Someone trying to be Creed. You know uh rock band playing some terrible song um but that was the time though man it might have been but it wasn't it's not halloween yeah you know? yeah 2018 oh they went out of their way to make that movie feel like halloween and that's what's missing from this movie Okay, so all of and the things that I have complaints about, like all of the Michael comments that I have that made me kind of upset toward the end, if I picture them as Ghostface instead of Michael Myers, I'm less mad. <laughs> see? It's Scream. Don't you see me? No. And, and, and that is, and that's because, look, and it's, it's, not, it's because, not only because of the time, but the script was punched up by Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream. They, I know. you know, I know. He's there was not like credited. more physical com. I don't want to call it comedy, but there was like there was an awful lot of floundering around as Michael Myers. And there is some comedy in this one too. I mean, LL Cool J's character with his you know romance novel and stuff. That's one place where I didn't mind it. Um, is, that is was fun. Oh, yeah. No, no, I don't mind it. I love that <laughs> character. LL Cool J steals this movie. Yeah, he might be my favorite uh like Halloween 
sequel character. I I like him a lot. Yeah, he's <laughs> tremendous. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Hating on, man, dude. Yeah, I'm not yeah. hating on uh, on the ladies love cool James, but Mm-mm. but I'm just saying that there was some humor in this movie. It was it was there, and you know, and it's also got that you know that '90s like that Josh Hartnett. Ugh, ugh thing about it who by the way josh hartnett has the same haircut in this movie that courtney cox has in scream three <laughs> <laughs> wow way to really throw this one the fire damn he wore it better though unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> it does look less out of place on him doesn't it yeah yeah well rob with all that being said because mm-hmm. you brought up all this 90s shit it was a 90s movie and i understand they, they it was a bit of a sell but it if they had to do it that, that way, and I understand they didn't, but now that they did, you can at least look at it and go, you know what? They could have done a lot worse. No, they could have done a lot worse, and there are worse movies in this franchise. I don't... I, I'm sort of taking the uh, the stance of Devil's Advocate a little bit with this movie. I don't hate this movie. You're being spiteful. Is yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't hate this movie. I think this movie's overrated. Um, like I always, whenever we, I watch a movie, I'll post all over all my social media, like now watching. And it's not because I think people care what I'm doing at that moment. It's because I want to get people's reaction to the movie that I'm watching. Okay. And without a doubt, whenever I post this one, especially on Facebook, for some reason, I get a bunch of people who tell me that's the best one in the franchise. Those people have not watched this movie recently because it is nowhere near the best one in the franchise. It's such an overrated movie. This is a middle-of-the-road, middle-of-the-pack movie in the Halloween franchise. That's it. And there is a long stretch in the middle of this movie where fucking nothing happened. I mean, nothing. Like, we don't even see Michael for, like, 40 minutes. All right. I want to get you guys' thoughts on that. The intro, because I, I kept this in mind, as you've always said, Rob, this felt like a screen movie, screen movie, screen movie, not a Halloween movie. The intro of this movie felt like a halloween movie the very first thing that i have in my notes this opening is the best part of the movie okay (laughs) i love that part kat do you do you agree with that statement oh yeah absolutely now let me say this you know Uh, what other movie i always say that about what scream (laughs) (laughs) the opening with drew barrymore is the best (laughs) part of that movie i can't stand you i can't stand jinx for defending you (laughs) uh the (sighs) one thing that i will say um about the opening and i i don't think i would have changed anything the skate to the face was Mm -hmm. uh weird i like that i'm not crazy about that i I don't mind it i i I wasn't a fan i mean it's it's kind of nice to see joseph gordon levitt with a skate in his face Well, first of all, it's not like I like I understand it was because of the costume and everything, but it's not like he was like skating around his house. Well, no, it's an ice skate, but, you know, he probably owns an ice skates. It just it doesn't seem like it would be the most convenient thing around. Um, And I I don't know it. It felt a little bit everything else in the in the opening scene was so good. It felt so naturally paced. And then the ice skate was like, really? (laughs) All right. That felt staged in comparison. I felt the opening sequence sets a really high bar for this movie that the rest of it doesn't live up to. I did also write down like one of my first notes was like, how does Rob not like this movie? Cause the intro is so good. It's awesome. It's awesome. But then the rest of the movie is kind of blah. Like I said, 
we go from that to another great scene in the film is the scene with the mother and the daughter in the in the restroom when Michael steals their their car. Yeah, I love that scene. I think that's awesome. But then we don't see Michael again for like 45 minutes. That bathroom, by the way, looked identical to I can't remember if it was the 2018 or the Rob Zombie one. No, but it was there the was 2018 a, one, I think. It was it, it looked yeah. damn near identical, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks a lot the same. Yeah. There is a scene yeah. in one of the Rob Zombie ones in the bathroom, but yeah, I don't know which one thing. Yeah, it must yeah, be I can't too. remember which one it is. But yeah, the, the scene in 2018 um has a bathroom that looks a lot like that. And I want to point out that real quick, because that, that ties into it. The 2018 movie, Rob, pulled a good amount from this, I think, in a couple of ways. It pulled some, but it pulled from all the movies. It did. But there was specifics in the and not just that I, I truly appreciate Laurie Strode's character in the 2018 Halloween so much more after rewatching this. Because she's not as good in this one? <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. No. She was phenomenal. She's good. They, the acting is good. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual the way they wrote the character not being nearly as good as the the way they did in 2018. I think it was the setup for the way they wrote it in 2018. This is like really where you see that obsession and paranoia. That like the what we see in 2018, where they think she's crazy, she's losing her mind, obsessive. That's after years of being told it's over, forget about it, it's done, and going through that over and over. Got her to 2018. I think it's comes right from it. No, mm, maybe. That was something I kind of got also. Yeah. Because uh, it was watching the 2018 one it was really kind of sad you know where it's like because they erased so much history they took so much stuff out of the canon and it's like she she doesn't really you know we don't have that history of seeing her be a mother we skip generations down where we just see everyone reacting paranoid to her but it was kind of interesting after having seen that one to go back and watch this where you get to see her as a mom again and it's like you can kind of see where that progression would have come in where she was overbearing her children don't get along with her but you know and you you can see the tension between there the struggle but she's right which i think you know there's there's a lot of terror that came from there and and i can see how in that way her character from the 2018 one was more influenced by this one uh even though it was kind of replacing that storyline and i I think actually uh on that note i think h2o would have done a lot better if they had had that same chance to kind of get that clean start and erase stuff from the canon that wasn't working that was something that i the 2018 one h2o did erase stuff from the canon um some of it h2o is supposed to be a direct sequel to halloween 2 was it really yeah oh i didn't know that yeah 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 that's it's it it was supposed to wipe out anything after halloween 2 i guess that makes sense i wouldn't be mad at that at all so it's supposed to be so yeah that's one of the timelines The Halloween franchise, I just said this uh, on a show we recorded for Patreon, Mikey. (laughs) But the Halloween franchise has uh, an interesting, it has like four different timelines and three different movies named Halloween. It's very weird. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so the, the, you know, you have the original timeline, which is uh, Halloween one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, whatever. And then you have, you know, Halloween three, which is its own thing and sort of its own 
timeline, I guess, its own world, whatever, set aside. And then you have this one, which is Halloween 1, 2, and then H2O. And then you have the new one. What about Rob Zombie? Well, yeah, yeah. And then you have the zombie <laughs> universe, too, which is Halloween 1 and 2. Uh, and then you have uh, the new one, which is Halloween 1, and then Halloween 2018. I don't like that. But yeah, this was supposed to be a direct sequel. to. Uh, this was considered a sequel to Halloween 2. It threw everything else out. I see. Um, hmm. But it's also, it should be noted, this is the only movie in the franchise that doesn't take place in Illinois. Yeah. Oh, shit. It takes place in California. Yeah. Where Scream is I, set. Oh, Jesus Christ with the Scream. I was going to try to warn you, Mikey, but I wasn't. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kat. I appreciate it. Damn it. And, and by the way, before we get too far away from the mother and the daughter and him stealing their, their vehicle, how is it that he's in this small town in Northern California driving around and nobody notices this weird-ass Jeepers <laughs> Creepers looking fucking truck? <laughs> nobody sees this thing and goes, what the fuck is that? Why is he wearing a mask? And what the hell's going on? <laughs> Well, speaking of him and his mask, I'm going to be honest. My biggest problems with this movie was the mask. Partly was oh. a, a couple of things with Michael Myers himself, the mask included. Yeah, this was the worst mask. They use six different masks. Six. Yeah, they use six different masks, including one where the hair isn't the same color. Um, <sighs> and you'll like this, Mikey. You'll really appreciate this. One of the masks is CGI. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Wow. I know how much you love that. I know for a fact that you're doing like a movie a trivia thing right now that you read somewhere, but I choose to believe that you sat down throughout this last week multiple times to watch H2O and count how many different masks you saw. <laughs> no, no, I, I would not. be shocked. I did not. I, I read a book called Taking Shape, which I highly recommend. Um, it, that is about the production of uh, all the Halloween movies. And uh, it is absolutely fascinating. I'm also now reading, and I don't read. So, you know, if I read a book, it must be good. Yeah. And right now I'm reading, I'm about halfway through Taking Shape 2, which is also fascinating. And it's about all the, well, not all, but most of the Halloween sequels that didn't get made, that were, were pitched, that were, you know, like scripts were actually written, but they never got made. I really hope there's mm. one more of those books and they just call it Taking Shape, but they have Rob Zombie's picture <laughs> on the cover of it. That would make me so happy. I will be so mad. I like Kat's <laughs> idea better. You just rewatching the movie over and over. Yeah, I no. can picture Rob at like a ruler and a magnifying yeah. glass to the screen. <laughs> That's <No>. CGI. <laughs> no, but yeah, that that, that is the thing. Uh. One of the masks is indeed CGI, and uh, apparently, um, okay, I should say this. I don't remember if it said they designed six masks or they used six masks. They may have just designed six masks, but they definitely use more than one because the hair changes colors throughout the movie. I'd believe the six mask thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all over the place. Like they were in production and still arguing about which masks to use. Well, they should have gone for a seventh. Like I was, <laughs> I was underwhelmed by the masks. You know what's weird though? In all the still images I see for this movie, the masks look phenomenal. And was <coughs> in some of those pictures, my the favorite masks out of any of the Halloween movies. Pictures. That was not in the movie. The movie they probably used they probably used an old mask for the pictures. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But the, the mask was horrible. Even to the points at times where I couldn't believe that they even used it in certain spots. But dude, Michael Myers' size too. They look small to you guys. 
he looked small and like I said like he just there was a lot of floundering around you know yeah. his movements didn't seem as intimidating yeah. yeah he didn't have that same calculating he does manage to somehow hide on a pipe that's just above everyone's head and then lower himself <laughs> down with one arm silently <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, that's an advantage to being smaller, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the actor is Chris Druand, and he is six foot two. I am six foot two. I should not be the same size as Michael Myers. I don't know why they would. I just don't understand. Like Michael Myers, Nick Castle, you know, the whole list. They've been big, brooding men and not oversized, Rob Zombie, but, you know, big size, thick men. Mm-hmm. And this was LL Cool J would have fucked him up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama would have said knock him out, and it would have happened. Like th- I, it's hard for me to believe that. And that's what, another reason I say this movie's good. My biggest problem was the reason I'm watching it, and I still like the damn thing. I like that. Like I said, my biggest complaint is that it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. It's got that '90s sheen on it. You know, they continued that with Resurrection, too, which is the worst one in the franchise. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, be, oh, Beyond a Shadow of a Doubt, Resurrection no. is the worst Halloween movie. No way. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm thinking of an idea for an episode, and <laughs> I, I think uh, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but I, it Uh-oh. could get really interesting. <laughs> mm, um, I'll, do, I'll do Resurrection anytime you want. No, 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 no. This uh, is something different. This is something different. This is... Uh, this could be a this could be if the bracket didn't end this show, what I'm thinking of might. <laughs> what right, is keep it? that keep that in mind. We'll talk about it afterwards. Son all right? of a bitch. So it, this movie, I guess I, there was um a lot of hope, like I remember when this movie came out, right? Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back to the franchise. It was a big deal. At one point, John Carpenter was gonna come back and direct. Why didn't he? <laughs> He was mad because he said that he was still owed money from the original oh, Halloween Jesus that he never Christ. got paid. So when they approached him, he told them, yes, he would come back and direct it because Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back and he would love to work with her again. But he wanted $10 million to direct it and a three picture deal. And Miramax or Dimension, whichever company it was, the Weinsteins said no. And so he walked away. And they ended up getting Steve Miner to, to direct it. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, seeing the success of 18, not crediting a tremendous amount to Carpenter, but, you know, his name was put on it again. He was on, he was a poster child again. In hindsight, that wouldn't have been that bad of a deal, you would think. But, I mean, it, it only had a $17 million budget, which I think would be, was the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah, although Steve Miner also I should be noted, I think he's overlooked mm-hmm. as a director a lot. He's got a really uh, solid resume. You know, he did uh, Friday 2 and 3, mm-hmm. uh, which are both very good. Um, mm-hmm. He did House, which is also very good. Um, of course, H2O, and he made Lake Placid. Sure did. Yeah, yeah. so Steve, Steve Miner gets overlooked a little bit when it comes to the discussion of great horror directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Rob? Yeah? I'll fight you tooth and nail on this one. All right. It's, uh, 
it's again it's middle of the road it's not an awful movie but it is not a it's not a good movie and it's oh. not a it's not a good halloween movie at all so i i have a couple of good things that i'd like to say about this movie but i i have one final like complaint that i just have to get in here i'm sorry oh come on they had there was a sound effect when they punched michael in the face can we talk about that can we talk about the over-the-top punching sound effect <laughs> you know i think i noticed that i didn't Ooh. but <laughs> i remember thinking something along those lines yeah. it was like one of those old saturday morning cartoon sounds and i just i didn't like it it really got under my skin <laughs> hmm. i i didn't notice it um and i'm not gonna go back and rewatch the movie to hear it so <laughs> Uh, I I could see that bothering. I I think I remember thinking, you know, what the, really, uh, yeah, I I could see something like that being a big deal. You we expect more from a Halloween movie. A Halloween sure. movie, yeah. Right. You know, if it were like a cheap knockoff, you know, I wouldn't pick on them for sound effects. But no, they do have a little bit of history with stupid sound effects. Remember the sound effect that plays under the cops in part five. <laughs> Oh, God. It is the dumbest thing yeah. ever. Maybe they were paying homage to that. <laughs> that's it. It was an homage. Yeah, because that's what Scream does. It homages them. <laughs> All right, with the Scream. But uh, some good things. Uh, I did really like, we, we talked about this a little bit. I really liked uh, Laurie's character development in this one. Uh, I thought it was nope. one of, what? what? Oh. Nope. I did. Nope. I liked her story. But she doesn't, there's no arc there. She doesn't really change. She doesn't, I, I think she kind of does, though. Yeah. No, I don't think so. She, she goes from height, she goes from hiding and being like overbearing and overprotective and afraid and hiding behind those gates of the university to going out and act actively getting herself in trouble so that she can make sure that Michael's dead. And I think that was a really powerful moment. All right, maybe, maybe. All right, fine. But she's not, I mean, those gates aren't very strong. LL Cool J's running the controls there, and he's not paying any attention. Yeah, those he's are the flimsiest gates she could have possibly <laughs> hid behind. But yeah, all right. quit yeah, hiding all right, behind fine. them, and I appreciate yeah, it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Fine. She she does have an arc. You're right. Yeah. I'm so glad Kat brought that up. Yeah, because if you'd have said it, I never would have come around. <laughs> Some bitch. Um, I noted that too, though. Yeah. And I also... Mm -hmm. I, I liked the end. I, I went kind of back and forth on it because I as she's driving away, it got to that almost comedic level again where I wasn't laughing out loud. But it's like, this is too silly for me to take seriously because he's wiggling in the body bag. And then she looks back and he somehow, even though he's in a body, body bag, knows that she's looking at him and quits moving so that she has to focus on the road again. And and they go through that a couple times. And I, I was starting to get a little bit agitated with it, where it's like, it would have been much more powerful if you had not really known if he was alive or dead. It, it could have yeah. been a cliffhanger and a psychological thing where it's like, is she just running from the police because of her paranoia? Like, And, and I was getting kind of fed up with it. But that was a really, I, I liked the shot at the end. I, I liked that she's, and again, 
I was getting agitated because it's so silly, you know, like he's looking at her through the mask and reaching his hand out. And I was, I was fed up. I was done. Uh, that was actually when I sent the text that I was getting, <laughs> that I was uh, giving up on this one. And yeah. uh, I, I was really, really mad about it. But then to see her come around and remember what she's doing there and, and the decapitation, it was a cool shot. Yeah. And then wait until you see the beginning of Resurrection and you yeah. see how they undo all that. And you're like, motherfucker, this is so stupid. Genius. <laughs> yeah. Tying the story together. This is the dumbest thing ever. Oh, I can't wait to do Resurrection. Oh, God, that movie sucks. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. But no, I noted that too. At that moment when she shut those gates, I used the word powerful, man. Like, she could have got the fuck out of there, which is what we, we usually see Lori and hell most final girls and or even just you know victims in general in these horror movies they're looking to get the fuck out of there she had every opportunity man and she said no this is ending this fucking time this year it's ending yeah and yeah that that was crazy i like that i like it it's a good moment and and i do think lori other than the opening was great we talked about that i mm -hmm. i did think that the bathroom scene was really great and that was brought up as well but i i do think other than like just the creepiness of those two scenes lori was my favorite part of h2o and she was my favorite part of halloween too so i halloween also not halloween too um <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase that she's good in halloween too uh yeah, I don't think she was my favorite part of Halloween 2, though. I like I really liked she was the focus in this one. And that was something mm -hmm. that I hadn't felt since no. the original or, you know, since 2018. And I, it was nice. Clearly, the best part of Halloween 2 is that nurse guy <laughs> who's like a pervert, makes up a perverted version of Amazing Grace. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name for some reason at the moment. Probably has to do with all the rum I've ingested. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, he's the best part of Halloween too. All right. <clears throat> so you guys like it and I don't. Great. Thanks. <laughs> again, once again, you guys gang up on me and oh, I'm the victim. How dare you? I just always end up liking <laughs> these movies the most. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to bring up one more thing. And Rob, this is my final statement on this movie to you. I feel the. It, okay, it felt like a screen movie. I give it that. Not to the degree you're saying it, in my opinion, but the only difference, the biggest difference between this movie and the original, the earlier Halloweens is just the time, man. Because the originals were, the earlier films, they were based around teenagers and what they would do. And we look at it now and it looks so outdated and so corny. But the, in, that's what teenagers were like back then. How you know, dare like you call Halloween outdated? <laughs> I don't know, right? But that's what they were like back then. And in 1998, that's what teenagers were like then. It sucks. I know. There's so much more annoying. I agree. But <laughs> it, that's the way it was, man. All right. Look, are any of the kills in this movie interesting? Skate to any the face. <laughs> are you going to hate on the light bulb? That's dumb. Oh, I will say the tension, like the build up to them was really cool. Um, e even when it didn't make a lot of sense, the garbage disposal situation. Uh -huh. 
uh, physics were forgotten when they were shooting that scene. I'm Man. pretty sure. Yeah. Made no sense. Uh, but I was like, well, at least we're going to get to see, like, they're going to do something cool with it. And I understand that it was just for, you know, it's misdirection, it's tension building. But right. I, if you're going to have a shot like that, that, that makes no sense. You've got to do something cool with the garbage disposal, like to, to just find the body after that was a little bit of a letdown. And, and yeah. that was the thing was like, they would build up really cool deaths and then just kind of not do that. You, you would just see the body later, which can be effective but it, it got to be kind of repetitive in this one except for um and i've forgotten her name already because none of the characters her. are memorable um but the brunette friend uh-huh. um i i did the leg getting yeah. stuck in the dumbbell that was really yeah. i liked that that is probably the best one but i would argue it's not all that interesting and, um, and the focus wasn't on the kill. Again, it was like the build-up was very yeah. good because. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also, agree. were there boobs in this movie? No, there weren't. No, no, I it think almost it's the was. First, I think it's the first Halloween to not have boobs. I, I do feel like oh. the, and then I agree with Cat. It that did kind of that was a bit of a letdown, but I, I do think maybe they were restricted by budget too. I know a good amount of that is writing, but also, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm sure, was making a really nice bank for this. Steve Miner, I'm sure, isn't cheap. There was so much that went into this movie, 17 million. Uh, they might have been restricted there, but there there would have been better ways to do it than what they did, for yeah. sure, even with that. So, But that light bulb one, Rob, come on. Don't, don't talk to me about light bulb. It would have been cooler if we had seen it happen. Like, yeah. you just get to see the aftermath. And it, it, I I guess that was kind of another underlying issue that I had with it, because Halloween as a franchise always does kind of do those cool body reveals. Um, yeah. But these were not, like, the, the focus wasn't as sharp. It was a little bit hard sometimes to see what I was looking at. And the light bulb was a good... Also, the skate to the face, it, it did take... I had to pause to figure out what I was looking at. <laughs> uh, have you seen an optometrist lately cat uh yeah actually i have <laughs> uh, the, the effects weren't the greatest thing in the world in this thing yeah see but don't see me you said a lot <laughs> of nice things about this damn movie. i did i did because i don't hate this movie it's it's a fine movie it's just not a good halloween movie um again in the franchise it's middle of the road uh it feels it feels it feels and looks more like a scream movie to me than it does a Halloween movie. I don't uh, I don't necessarily like everything about it, but there are some things that I like a lot about it. Like I said, that opening is not only the best thing in this movie, but it is one of the best things in this entire franchise. <sighs> you need you need to like better things. <laughs> That's what you need to do. I like all sorts of awesome things. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I at least had cat on my side. Just kind of, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm bit. over here getting picked on like always. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I really like this one. I did not know the whole uh, after the second movie thing. I, I did not know that. that. That is very interesting. And I would not, like I said, I would not be mad at all had they done that. So, yeah, that's one of the timelines. 
18 was right after it was a direct sequel, right? To the first one. Yes, 18 yeah. throughout everything except for the first movie. Yeah, that's that's so not fair to that second movie. I don't like that second movie. It works well though, and I, I mm-hmm. think that one of the main things they wanted to get rid of was the sibling thing, yeah. which is yeah. brought up in the second movie because it works. Michael is scarier if it's random. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like killing a sibling. Once there's a reason for him to go after Lori, then there's no reason for some for him or someone like him to come after you. Yeah. So it makes it less scary. So they wanted to, I think they really wanted to get rid of that. And John Carpenter has said for years and years that that was, he regretted that decision when he wrote that. I don't understand these stupid, forget that. It's, it's weird how, it's just impossible to really truly forget though, you know? Right, right. Know these things that like it's just so weird that they expect us to do it. I, I mean, I guess it's it's nice to frame it, and you know, I get all that, but it's like, damn, you got balls. You want us to forget it all, huh? Yeah, yeah. And they they address it in 2018 briefly. They did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. How could I forget about Trick or Treat, motherfucker, by Buster Rhymes? Oh, How God. could I? I hate you. Ah, <sighs> such amazing film. I hate you and everything you stand for. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say about this? No. No. This is the most I've ever gotten robbed to budge on a movie, cat. I'm impressed. Yeah. Came at homework. It's because I'm always open-minded, and if nothing, I'm, I'm reasonable and, and flexible. <laughs> Don't ever tell me you're flexible again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, go over to Slash. Wait, 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 wait. Are we going to do port noise or not? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to do port noise. Oh, no. (laughs) Who wants to go first? I will. Dead silence. (laughs) I'll go first. I'll go first. I would like to give Halloween H20 from 1998 a port noise score of an 8.2. Oh God, oh, Mikey! Yeah, this might be a first. Uh, yeah. Wow, you've given it higher than I did. Yes. I no longer have the highest Portnoy. There we go, <laughs> eight point two. That is a lot. I mean mm-hmm. it too. I mean it. Wow. Yep. All right. Yep. Yep. I almost went an eight point three on you. Wow. Let's keep it at an eight point two. You want me to go or yeah. whoever wants to go? I, I would like you to go. I'm my confidence is wavering now. <laughs> um, I will give Halloween H2O a 6.4. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? That's not bad. Oh wow. You I feel are, like that's right where it should be. You are spiteful. What'd you give it? 6.4. Jesus. Shame on you. Anyway, so you can check us out. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. We've had a nice bonding moment. Uh, you, I had comments that took your side. I, my score's closer to Rob's than yours. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Damn it! What'd you do, Cat? What is it? Um, it's a six point eight, <laughs> which right. I feel pretty good with. But <laughs> you can't give it a seven, huh? I 10. just point two. No. Mm. I, I don't feel like it's quite at that critical level of, you know, the bar for seven, but it was fun. I feel dirty. I feel betrayed. 
Uh, so this one is I'm not sorry. slasher radio approved. Oh, no, it sure isn't. Although I thought it might be close. I thought Cat was going to go higher than that. But what, what, what's the total? What what does it come to? If I wrote it down right, seven point one. Damn it. Yeah, I really thought I was going to. So here's the thing. When I chose uh, 7.8, I thought I was going to be in the middle, but I thought I was going to be closer to in the middle because I thought Mikey was going to go with like a seven point something mm -hmm. and Rob was going to go with a five point something. And miscalculated on that <laughs> like one. Like a huh? 5.9. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I felt good about my score. It's much fairer than 6.4. See, I, I look at each point at it like it's a big deal, man. Yeah, it really is like that. Six point four means you said fuck you, giving it a six point six no, and a half. No, I mean a six. I, I mean the middle of the scale is five, so I gave it like on the positive side of the scale. But you did six point four on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this is my point. I, I did because you. that's what I think it's worth. Six point four. Yeah, right. That's fucked up. Damn. Cat's yeah. <sighs> close enough to a seven to where. I don't. I don't feel as bad. All right. All right. Damn. I'll we'll take it. What it is. Give a Halloween movie a six point four. I hope you're mm -hmm. happy with yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, there are Halloween movies that it wouldn't <laughs> crack a four, so it's fine. What's Dream Child? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I hope you're happy, guys. The, the Halloween movie is not slash radio approved. I hope you are happy I'm, with yourselves. I'm fine with it. All right. All right. I guess I'm the only one that's not going to be able to sleep tonight. That's good. <laughs> All right. You can follow us on Twitter at Celestia Radio. Uh, you can go to our Patreon and support the show. We have tiers starting as low as $3 a month. Guys, it's less than a dollar a week. Uh, you can support the show. You get a bunch of other perks. We really we have to offer the most perks out of any horror podcast I've seen patreon i mean as far as free merch uh every three months if you sign up so go to slasherradio.com forward uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash slasher radio you can go to slasherradio.com and find a little link to that on there um <laughs> you could hold on where's my phone what are you doing in five days and three hours you could find me on twitter at mikey's <laughs> 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 jesus christ yeah yeah, you've been putting time out. I don't give a fuck. Anyway. <laughs> I am on Twitter right now. Uh, <laughs> at Radio Rob 123. Uh, you can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, which you can find wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Great show. Me and Ghost discussing all things horror. Yep. And you will soon be able to find my reviews for This Horror Life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kat, where are you at? You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the horror channel I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. We've got Nightmare on Elm Street now. So, mm. Are we? Are you guys going to finish Friday the 13th, or what's going on with that? Yeah, we're going to finish Friday the 13th. We're going right. to finish Saw also. I have... <laughs> uh, I don't care they, about Saw. They put me in a timeout from submitting long scripts because oh, I said so many franchise scripts oh they didn't set a number on how many i could write so i just like flooded them with franchises i'm like listen i'm on this and they're like cat short scripts please oh, I see. <laughs> all right but they're coming yeah a lot, of, a lot of good content there even if uh cat does slander the name of crazy Rock. 
His name is Crazy Ralph. I did everything that I could for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you for checking us out. Go support the show. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.